Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. I mean, you can. I'm stuck in this conversation with this animal, so I gotta just finish it really quick. Drunk and distracted art chat. Oh cool. My God. Love it. <laughs> All right. I, I, I gave the little animal a flower. Mm-hmm. His heart's grown. Okay, now we're done. We're a done. good conversation? Yeah, I think so. Good. Good. Um, cool. Welcome aboard, dear listener. Welcome. <laughs> It looks like we have more listeners as of late. Like, we've been noticing yeah. people have been following us. It's kind of fun. Um, that being said, we also have some exciting news. Yeah. Thanks to, um, again, the unstoppable Anchor.fm is just fucking killing it in the podcast game. So, thank you, Anchor. Not sponsored. Um, but... You can help us with that whole thing of not being sponsored, mm-hmm. um, because what what have they done for us? They added this new little feature Ooh. where you can donate. Yeah, real life money. Yes. Actual money. Uh, Cam, break it down, because I don't remember. Oh. What the... <laughs> like the, the increments. The increments. Yeah. So, um, a couple ways. If you want to follow along... <laughs> You can go to bit.ly slash D-A-C donate. That's all one word. And it's going to bring you right to our like donate screen if you feel so inclined. Um, you have a choice of either $0.99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I have to read into it a little more, but I'm pretty sure you can cancel that at any time. But uh, it is a monthly donation. And so if you're already like subscribed to us and you're thinking like you want to give these broke idiots some money, um, yeah. we would much appreciate it. And here's the thing. It's not going to go directly into our pockets at this time, but it will help us pay for our SoundCloud account. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to attach like a little note that's like, hey... This is how much a bottle of my favorite Alki cop costs. Alki? Yeah. Alkihol. Try it. (laughs) Please use this money to buy it. Yeah, maybe we will. You know, if you want to buy us something that's not, um, what do we always drink? (laughs) Well, we don't always drink garbage, but I feel like there's always, like, a common drink that we have. Ciders. And, like, I'm still very much a whiskey sour person. If you want to tell me how to make something that kind of tastes like that and is sour and sweet... Tell me. I want to know. Um, but yeah, so that's that. That's really cool. We wanted to tell you that before we get into our topic. Um, if you donate, then thank you so much. We might give you a little shout out in the next episode. Just yeah, saying. Definitely. All right. Speaking of alcohol, alcohol, <laughs> I'm having a hard time saying alcohol. Well, in a funny voice. Um, Cam and I recently went to Marty's Martini Bar in yeah. Andersonville, and it was delicious so good so it's not my first time being there but was that your first yes time? 
I love Marty's so much. Um, and I was so excited to go back there. If you live in Chicago and Andersonville is not hard to get to, which it shouldn't be if you live in Chicago because CTA, um, they make some really strong, <laughs> really strong martinis. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever went there was the first time I got um, properly drunk. So there you go. <laughs> there you, go. you just wanted to give them a shout out. Not um, sponsored. Not sponsored, but super awesome. Yes. Um, so thank you, Marty's. Yeah, thank you, Marty's. Uh, what are we drinking today, Cam? I don't know. You picked it out. Uh, it's Prophecy Pinot Grigio. Um, and I can't say the words that come after that because it looks like it's in French or something. Yes. Um, but it's very good. Do you want to talk about why you picked this out? I picked it out (laughs) because this brand has some killer Brandon. Mm -hmm. Um... I spilled a little bit on the table. I'm sorry. That's okay. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they have some beautiful, yeah, beautiful it really is, illustration. I'm, I'm not sure, unfortunately, on the bottle. I don't know if it has who does the packaging or the illustration, but we tried to find really it. It's beautiful. not in there. Um, yeah, hopefully if I can find the name of the artist or if you know who it is, can you like tell us? Yes. Um, otherwise, I'm going to... I'm going to try and find it and maybe put it in the notes for the show because it's quite lovely. And they have different, um, different wines. Wines, right? Yeah, and each so. one has the own, they got the same illustrator, same font, same everything. Mm-hmm. Good branding. Very good branding. Um, and that kind of feeds in a little bit to our topic. Yes, to it does. Doesn't it? <laughs> Today we are going to talk about designs. Designs, <laughs> just designs, uh, graphic design. I guess is it graphic design? It is. Well, yes, it's it's definitely super related. I think so. It came up pretty organically yet again in my kitchen <laughs> when we were trying to kind of talk through stuff we might want to talk about when we were eating dinner, just mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. Um. Actually, don't really remember exactly how it started, but... You're talking about the Walkers Brothers menu. Yeah. Another great Chicago establishment, although technically the suburbs. Um, but if you get a chance to go there and you're in the city, uh, make, a, make a little trip out to the, the suburbs. It's really good. Um, their food is amazing, but their menu is terrible. What I mean by that is it's probably the worst design menu I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, it's one of the worst designs... I've ever seen in my entire life, like just in general, like top three really bad Trump traumatic memory. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, when Scott took me there for the very first time, he was just pumped about like how good the orange juice is and how good the like I think Dutch pancake is and so forth. And like it's like oh I'm so excited. And then I opened the menu and I scream. Um yeah I I just took the fork that was closest to me and stabbed both of my eyes. Uh, it was really bad. <laughs> Sorry. It's, but it's really bad. Like, really bad. And so I think the fact that it, like, stayed with me so much and is so, like, burned into my head feels like something that we should maybe talk about. <laughs> um, but because it's it's not just this menu that, that things like this happen. Um, it's other things. And from a graphic design background, I have... Like, at least the basic knowledge. But who knows? Maybe this will reveal why I'm not actually a graphic designer. Maybe I don't know anything <laughs> at all. Who knows? Well, I saw that menu and it looks 
fucking awful. It's pretty bad. <laughs> um, apparently, if you go on, like, the Yelp app or maybe the website or something, you can, like, look at pictures of it. And um, uh, it's really bad. I'll see if I can link it somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, for example, most pages tend to have, like, three different font headers for each section. And almost all of them have a drop shadow that's set, like, 46 pixels behind the actual <laughs> script font. Um, <laughs> and, um, oof, oof. And it's, like, it's just, it's almost, it's almost, like art itself like it's almost it's like i don't know what the message is <laughs> it's like uh it's like conceptual art it's like what the fuck were they doing but i think they were just having fun like i think this is what somebody does when they sit down with like a word processor for the first time and they're like oh, i've got to make these excellent eggs jump out at you so i'm gonna change the size in the same line, I'm going to change the size of the fonts. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, a, it's There's incredible. There's like three different sizes in one line yeah. for the font. It's really good. Um, So for people that don't have a graphic design background, with everything that you said regarding um, mm-hmm. the Walker Brothers menu, um, why does it make, why is it bad? Why is it bad for people that don't have a graphic design background? It's a good question. Because, like, what you said that makes sense to me, but for yeah. someone listening to the podcast Like, that so has, what? Yeah they, yeah, they don't know. They're just like, well, what makes it so bad? I, I mean, mean, other than showing them, we can't show them the picture yeah. through this podcast. Try and but, find it. Yeah. It'll change your life forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, Scott found a picture of it, and it looked fucking awful. Yeah. So why, I mean, the thing is, um, there's a huge debate in like graphic design circles i guess and i don't i mean i don't actually know if this is still a debate but could be evolving but essentially like there's this kind of idea of like should design be purely functional or could it have artistic flair and that sort of stuff and there are definitely pieces out in the world that play with that um but i think bad design is bad because you're not supposed to be paying attention to the design. You're supposed to be paying attention to what it's trying to tell you. Um, in this case, it is supposed to be functional. It's not supposed to be art. And I have a sort of, uh, like, I don't know, I can stand on either side of that, that opinion, but I think it all comes down to the actual piece. Like, a menu can be well-designed and it can look artistic, but that's usually when there's consistency and a nice color scheme and that sort of stuff. It's meant to be a tool. It's not really meant to be like, ooh, sit down and look at these insane fonts for half an hour or whatever. You're not supposed to be spending time with it. But I was spending time with it because I was so distracted by <laughs> all the, the strange choices that were made. So as someone who doesn't have a graphic design background, me... As me, I'm talking about myself. Um, I don't know why I have to clarify that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm making it very clear. Um, I was always taught, like, in my art background, like, many of my teachers always said that your eyes should not be all over the place. Right. And when I was looking at that menu, my eyes were all yeah. over the place. It was very distracting. 
And what, and that's not what a menu is supposed to do. (laughs) You're supposed to, like, be drawn some, like, this is why they have pictures and menus, like, it's, to give you an idea of what Walker's Brothers is, it's like, it's, it's like a, I think it's, uh, like a breakfast brunch kind of place, but sort of just like Americana, they do a little bit of everything, you know, um, that's why you'll usually see pictures in there, so it'll draw you to, like, ooh, I'm feeling like a burger, or I'm feeling like, you know, whatever else. A Reuben. Oh, Reuben's are so good. Um, <laughs> anyway, just in general, I love them. Um, but, like, you know, it's it's meant to, like, be, like, okay, step one, look at the thing, step two, blah, blah, blah. Not, like, what the fuck. And, and the thing is, like, maybe people who don't have this background or any sort of, like, art background wouldn't really notice it. Um, so maybe it's not that big a deal and it's only in my head, but... There's also the idea of, like, trying to put beautiful things into the world and not ugly ones. Um, so I don't know. But, I, yeah, I, I, it's such a weird, like, I'm still kind of caught up on your question of, like, why is it bad? Because it's just bad to me because I know that it breaks the rules of design without any, um, any like, respect for, <laughs> like, what's, like, put in place. Which is weird for me to say because, like, so much of why I don't really do design kind of has to do with that, like, but I think even in, like, just general, I don't know if, like, your fashion background, they, they said things to you, like, you have to know the rules to be able to break them, and that sort of thing. I, I think I learned a lot, Like, yeah, it's a very common like thing that. that they say to art students, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe other students, too, but, like, I'm sure you, they do that in writing and all that sort of stuff. I don't know. I'm just it's just something that like is fascinating to me. Did Scott notice that it was a bad design until No. No. He, he no, not until the minute I opened that menu and I was like, "What is this?" and he like <laughs> didn't know what I was talking about and he was like, "What's wrong?" and I was like, "Why does every single page have 26 different fonts?" Like it's crazy. <laughs> that menu has different fonts and then like in the same line different sizes <laughs> and in the headers, they have, like, the drop shadow, which looks really obnoxious. Like, I don't need a drop shadow Ugh. in a menu. Yeah. Like, it just, it really Forever. puts... <laughs> never, really, generally. not At least not that intensive one. It was really crazy. Um, and it also sort of puts into question, like, the... Your ability to, like, make choices. <laughs> you know? Like, cause that person couldn't make it. They couldn't commit. They, they couldn't commit to anything. <laughs> it's all, they like, they had to use every fucking pre-set font that they had in their computer. Like, they had to put it all on display for some reason. Um, because so much of art and design, definitely design and photography, like, all, like, at, at its core, like, one of the big things, one of the pillars of it is honestly just, like, editing and decision making Mm -hmm. um and that can make or break a piece and so forth and i like you know if you're just kind of covering everything it's not really it's not good in any other you know genre of art so i consider it not good in in design either (laughs) i can't remember who said it but there was this one person they were quoted as like if you're going out like when you're dressing up and you're going out when you leave make sure to take one or two pieces off mm-hmm. yourself to mm. you know you should be able to edit yourself down oh, i can't I remember who said that mm-hmm. yeah i mean editing is such a huge um tool and concept in art so 
Yeah. If if it seems like you can't do it well, then I'm probably going to be like, what? Why is this something you're putting in my hands? <laughs> yes, you should be able to have that in yourself. That, that, it is hard because there's some people out there that can't. Like, for my, like, yeah. maybe not now, but sometimes when I dress up, I have a hard time, like, you know, editing myself, you mm-hmm. know, being like, oh, I should take this bracelet off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that, like, I'm not trained to know how to edit, you know, like, this is this is like why I don't cook. Like, well, partially because of anxiety too. But like, I'm sure that I would just like I always have thoughts about like, ooh, I'll bet Oreos would taste so good with something that is just not meant to be consumed with Oreos. <laughs> For example, like I can't think of anything, but I'm sure I've thought of it before. Um, but you know what I mean. Like, I shouldn't be allowed near stoves and things like that because I'll probably make something disgusting and awful. Actually, I usually I do do that sometimes like just shredded like this should work, but I find a way to make it not work like just shredded cheese on top of chips that I like throw in the microwave and I'm like, "Oh, this needs milk." <laughs> like I don't know how to make anything, so I just like make it up cuz I'm not trained. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, that's um, why there's things like cooking school cooking school culinary school school. school. oh my god it's the same thing it's the same thing learn how to cook yeah and but i think maybe that plays into it too it's like people go to school or teach themselves or whatever to make things that work uh you know what i mean like in design or whether that's cooking or writing or whatever um there are professionals who do that yeah and that's and I get the sense that maybe, just maybe, whoever whenever they were designing these menus, they didn't hire a professional. No, it does not look like whoever designed this knew what they were doing. Yeah. Because they just wanted to include everything. Yeah. And you see this a lot in like subway ads and stuff like that. Um, just general ads. I don't know. There's just all sorts of places where like it just seems like they're trying to cut corners with their marketing team and they're just like, I'm just oh, going to do this myself in yeah. PowerPoint and oh it's okay. <laughs> um, so actually, since we're talking about bad design, let's talk about benefit. Um, so Cam didn't see any of the images, but why don't you pull some up now okay. so you can have an idea. So benefit is a makeup brand and I'm really glad I'm not the only person that has made a comment about the bad design because like a few youtubers um have as well that have some sort of like graphic design background but benefit has this weird thing where each of their like makeup items so their mascara or their lipstick or their Mm. blush like it's not in a consistent like it's not bad but it's not it's not Great. consistent at It's all. not consistent. Like, because when I look at Benefit, I don't even realize, like, you know, this lipstick that I'm holding and... The, is this them? The blush that... Yep, that's them. And the blush that I'm holding is, like, the same brand, but I wouldn't know because of the way they package and brand everything. It's it's a little crazy. This is... Yeah, I literally... I mean, I searched Google Images for Benefit, but I couldn't tell you without Stephanie confirming that this was them... Um, that it was them. So I'll I'll also try to include a an image in this. But like each of the like 
if you look, like, the mascara has a totally different font from, like, this... What am I looking at? Like, there's a mascara. Well, actually, this looks kind of consistent. This is consistent for them. But, like, if you were to pull up a different, um, I wonder. I mean, there's this that seems pretty. So, there's another one. Sorry, the images are pretty small, so it's a little hard to see. But, like, see mm-hmm. that font, like, for the pore, like... There's, a, like, a pore cream? Yeah, a pore cream, and then the contouring. Yeah. Contouring, or uh, what does that say? I have no idea. <laughs> Boy the ing? Boy the ing? Something oh, like that? I see, too. It's also... I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's for pores, but it's called the professional makeup or something <laughs> And yeah, like boing or something, but like it's it all goes the fonts from, are different. Goes from like a slab serif to a, just a very thin, like script sort of handwritten font. The color choices are a little strange on this too, like light, light, light green on top of a like a blush color, like a pink. Cannot read it. Maybe it's better in person, but no, it's just bad. It's just bad. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre that a line would choose. To do that, I feel like. I mean, individually, I think it's packaged nice and it's like, it has, you know, a good overall aesthetic. But yeah, like I definitely... Together. Together, it doesn't really work. Yeah, you wouldn't know this was all part of the same line. And that seems really important to do if you're a, a company trying to sell, like, multiple products. There, What if people... What if they really like the one product you have... And then they see something, like, sort of close to it, and they're like, oh, I don't know what this is, because they don't associate it with you, because it looks nothing like <laughs> what you put out. Yeah. It's strange. To me, that's bad design. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, like, because when I think of design, I usually associate it with a brand. And, like, if you can't get a consistent design within your brand, then, like, how are you going to sell your brand? Like, yeah. Um, trying to think, like what's a good brand and like matte cosmetics but you're unfamiliar with that they have really good branding because it's consistent or like mm-hmm. you want to still stay with mac like mac as in like apple has good branding oh yeah well i no, i'm 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 familiar with mac cosmetics like i can easily think of the very thin like lettering that they have it's sort of spaced in a specific way it's all caps like i think that's true pretty sure that's true yeah like i and like yeah it's like iconic in that way so why mess with that like i mean mac doesn't but like benefit benefit yeah that was all over the place so strange i didn't honestly i didn't even know benefit was a makeup brand until you said that i had seen that logo before and i immediately could bring it up in my brain but i didn't know what it was i just thought it was like (laughs) their branding sucks probably oh yeah i thought it was like something for yoga people or something (laughs) excuse me So, I guess um, we pretty much defined what makes a bad design. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just inconsistencies, not being able to edit things down. Yeah, those are huge. Yeah, um, it's very huge. So, what makes a good design? Uh, well, as one of my design teachers used to say, two fonts, if you must, and in a thick Russian accent, which I'm not going to do. Oh, why not? You did it at the table. I know. And it made me laugh. It but it's so good. really bad. <laughs> Uh, so, so like <laughs> that wasn't the accent that was a weird noise that I just made <laughs> but like I heard him say hell once and like that's like 
like a good way that I can like get my throat and like mind into the Russian accent because um, it's like hill. <laughs> it's like hill, and then uh, two. Nope. See, I'm I'm not gonna be able to do it. You need to drink more. Probably. Um, so I guess two fonts, if you must. Um, Which, to be fair, that was really strict. But, like, you, I, I have seen people make multiple fonts work. Just you gotta hold edit. your horses. Yeah. <laughs> Just be, be thoughtful about how you're doing it. And don't put them on weird slants and, like, the other one on a slant. And, like, doing all sorts of crazy shit. I mean, unless you're making something, like ironically or something goofy for fun but like if you're trying to do something serious just i mean they teach us they beat into us to use a grid like when you're first learning about the design stuff it's always line shit up on a grid and my um anarchist dumbass hated it like i genuinely was like Fuck this your grid. grids. I fucking hate grids. <laughs> Fuck this grid. That's probably another reason why I don't do design, because, like, I usually di- didn't use a grid, but... Uh, so maybe don't listen to me. I don't know. I'm gonna get you some more. Oh, okay. wine right here. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Um, I cannot believe we're almost done with this bottle that we bought today. Today? I mean, uh, it's two me. of us drinking it. It is two of us. <laughs> nice noise. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna... Do you want me to it? I know you say you're gonna take it easy since Cam got a new job. I did. I got a big kid job. A big kid job for Cam. Mommy, wow! I've got a nine to five now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Cam no longer works with me. <sighs> but we work together on this podcast. Yeah, we do. And that's the more important work. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Um, um, what were we talking? Oh, good design. <laughs> good design. Two fonts, if you must. Um, honestly, I think when I've, I've dabbled in some graphic design, I'd like to learn more about it. That's my thing that I think I've realized growing up. Mm-hmm. I want to be a graphic designer when I grow up. Um, don't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't think I've ever used more than one font unless it was like the header. Yeah. And that was yeah. like, like just the header and then everything else was the same font. Yeah. Again, that's not a hard and fast rule. It's but it's it's actually really good to try and um, limit yourself when you're learning and see if you can still make something interesting while restricting yourself. That was another thing they taught us is just like how well can you do with like eighty seven limitations, <laughs> and like can you make it interesting? Which it's an interesting balance to have to think about because, again, do you want it to be functional or is it supposed to be art? And you have to, like, the, you know, the artist side of me, like, couldn't ever really compromise that. And so I was like, no, everything is art all the time, always. And so the only way I can look at that menu that we were talking about earlier is as a piece of con- contemporary conceptual <laughs> art. That's all it can possibly be to me. Um but yeah, I mean, like other things like um, consistent, like color, color scheme. Yeah, color mm-hmm. scheme. Thank you. I was like, what's that word? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to go crazy with colors either, usually, unless you're doing something for pride. <laughs> then you can have rainbows all you want. Yeah. But um, yeah, but usually something that's just. I mean, it all depends too on the project. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, let's be... let's look at this uh um wine bottle that I have. Like, 
the color of the bottle is like this. It's not clear, but it's it has like a a turquoise tinge yeah, to turquoise it. Turquoise tinge, and like the cap is like a muted like sea Teal? foam. Green. Oh yeah, sea, sea foam, foam green, green. is way better. Um, <laughs> and actually, the glass matches it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the design is white. But there's so much of that bluish, greenish coming yeah. through in it. it. You can tell they really thought about what they were doing. Yeah, we're looking at the prophecy bottle. I just said, let's grab this bottle. <laughs> um, we grabbed the wine bottle that we were drinking from since it's empty now. And like, this is good packaging. This is good design. Like the story, um, the color story is really consistent. Mm-hmm. They're using color theory with this as well. They've got golds, which are metallic on top of nice blues and... And there's like a like a pop of green right in the center. So yeah, there's there's some really lovely things going on, and it's and it looks it looks like it's easy to do this. That's the big thing. It's like you make it look easy, but yeah, this probably took draft after draft after draft, uh, like the entire package to get it to this point. There's no way that they just like farted this out and it was perfect. Ooh, we're drinking a bottle from 2016. Hell yeah. yeah. We're fancy. We're fancy. <laughs> drinking our aged wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that what's well, let's let's use another example other than the prophecy bottle. Um, Secret Hitler, the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That has really good design. Yes. Um, why does it have good design? Everything again, it, it really lands on consistency for me with that one. And the coloring is interesting. It's So here's the cool thing about that game. If you've never played it, we should probably explain yes. kind of what it is a little bit. I'm going to let you explain it. It's a secret identity game like Werewolf, which is the really popular one. Or um, Resistance. Is a, oh, I've never heard of that one. I heard of Resistance before Secret Hitler, and it's very similar to that. Oh, okay. Where you're a spy oh, okay. or you're part of the Resistance. Secret Hitler is... One thing that I really loved, like, was immediately struck by when I first played that game was actually the color more than anything else. Yeah. Because it really um, communicates this feeling of, like... Good and bad. Good and bad, potential danger, um, all sorts of stuff like that. Like, it's... and But you're not, like, actually actively thinking about it. It's just kind of happening to you. Like... Well, I thought about it immediately, but oh, okay. I don't know if it's because of design background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which probably for you too, since mm-hmm. you actually just graduated with a graphic design, but even the fashion design, just mm-hmm. the design background, I noticed it immediately, yeah. like, you know, well, what the colors were doing. Oh, okay. And yeah. just the design, what it was doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it really definitely it strikes a chord in you without, like, trying too hard. You well, know what I mean? The colors are, like... Communist red, yeah, for yeah. Hitler, yes, um, and then like a standard blue for the liberals, the liberals, which you know, when you put the red and blue together, um, it's like the same blue as in the American flag, so like it immediately struck to me like blue America, well, actually, liberals. Actually, wait a minute, not communism, fascism, fascism. Oh my god, yeah, communism's very different from fascism. Ah! Fashion, we do not want fascism. <laughs> We might want to give communism a try, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. That's okay. <laughs> like, what the hell? No, I, I knew I didn't correct you because there is a red. There like, is a red. Her- I think the fascists are red. I'm pretty sure that's true because it's definitely not blue. No. Um, But it's like a – it's it, it's like um. True red. Yeah. And it just 
it just exudes danger. (laughs) It's just, you know what I mean? Which that color just does. So they're really employing, like, again, just like, they're thinking about what they're doing with those colors. And the and the fonts themselves look very much like they the fonts used to look um, for, like, propaganda you'd see mm-hmm. in, in Nazi Germany and so forth. That's sort of, like, weird um, scripty font. I don't, I'm, I don't know the it, name If of you're it. listening to this, you should pull up, um, if, if you happen to be on a computer on your phone, get Google out and Google yeah, up. Yeah, just check it out. And just, like, look at the design work. Because it's, it's, whoever did that. It's really well done. It's by the same people that did uh, Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that is the most stripped-down design you could possibly oh, yeah. have in Cards Against Humanity. It's literally just Helvetica, black and white, done. It's all about the game. It's not about the design, which yeah. I can really respect. So, yeah. Um, but back to Secret Hitler, um, we didn't actually explain what the game is about. Oh, oh right. Duh. We just said what the other games are like. Um, it, Yeah, it's a, it's a secret identity game where, like... Everybody's kind of, it's been a minute since I played it, but like, so correct me if I'm wrong on any of these steps, but like, um, you're dealt, yeah, like everybody has an envelope with an identity card in it. You don't show this to anybody at first and, uh, you're either a liberal or, um, there's a couple other, obviously you're either Hitler or a liberal or, um, there's one more, like just a Nazi, I think. Yeah. A Nazi sympathizer. I don't know. Something like that. Who's like like a friend of Hitler or fascist or something like that. And, uh... Oh, you're part of the Nazi party, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and so you're, like, trying to help get Hitler elected and start fucking World War II. Yes. That's the whole... It's it's a little offensive, but, um, it's actually really fun to, like, beat Hitler. Yeah. So... You have to have a really good poker face, because the last time I played, I got Hitler, and I managed to get myself elected. So I won the game. I won it once as Hitler, and then I think I was, like, a Nazi the second time or something, and we'd only played, like, two rounds, and I was really upset that I kept getting those cards. I was like, this is disturbing. Um, when I played, um, Paul and I played, and we only played twice, I got Hitler, I got to be Hitler once, and then he got to be Hitler the next one, so we were the the couple couple that became Hitler. (laughs) Um, that's really funny. Anyway, yeah. I but and the game plays really smoothly. You're not like there's nothing like weird about that goes into a whole nother thing, which is game design and yeah. board game design. Oh god, yeah. We can make like, a whole oof. episode about that. I'm sure that I've played some weird ones. The fir- the only one that comes to mind that is the most like just bananas one ever that everybody Bananagram? Had. No, I've never actually played that game it's before. <laughs> oh, um <laughs> no, it's a mouse trap. Um, oh yeah, that one kind of <laughs> broke all the rules. Yeah, <laughs> that one was crazy because like the as soon as you set up the board, you're just like, well, I don't want to do this anymore, and then you wouldn't play the game. Yep. So yeah, uh, but Secret Hiller the design's really good. Um, even the imagery because there are some imagery. Um, mm. There's some imagery in the game is really consistent. Yep. Um, even the materials. Are we gonna go into that? Yeah, we're gonna go into that. The materials, like it is thick, like really well made cards. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Just like it just all feels it feels really dirty. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not that I'm sure expensive. It's, not. Game, it's just like a regular But it feels expensive. Like it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they all around very good design and fun game and all that stuff. Um, 
Do you have any other thoughts on that? No, I think I'm good on, okay. on Secret Hitler. You should play it if you can get your hands on it. Yeah, um, I mean, the internet time. exists, so you could just order it right now. Bam. Yeah, not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. I'm just telling you it's a great game. Uh, cool, because it's getting to that. Sponsor us. <laughs> it's getting to that time for that fake sponsor. You know the one. Yeah. Fake commercial. Fake commercial. <gasps> Big commercial, big commercial, big commercial, big commercial, big commercial. Greetings, listener and fellow human being. Today I want to tell you about a company who has asked us to advertise their product or service. The company is called Tacos and Beer. Tacos and Beer is a delivery service for humans only. I am a human because I fit the first definition of human as seen on dictionary.com. It reads, human, adjective, of, pertaining to, characteristic of, or having the nature of people. Example, human frailty. I have frailty. I am made of flesh, blood, and moist internal organs. I am capable of love, hate, and sexual attraction. I am capable of maintaining complex mental states while writing poetry about simple objects like a flower or a chair. My constant calculations will not get in the way of developing a connection with you, another human. Do you accept me? Visit tacosandbeer.ro slash drunkartchat for $4.20 off your first order. $4.20 get it? Ha 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 ha. So good. Okay. Back to the episode. Can we do that every time we come back yeah, from a fake commercial? That was great. <laughs> um, okay, new intro. <laughs> um, Goodbye, Jonathan. Sorry, Jonathan. We're musicians okay. now. <laughs> Please forgive us. That's not true. We'll oh, never God. be musicians. You're, you're so talented. Don't leave us. <laughs> Don't go. All right. So now that we have returned, um, during the break, we were discussing a little bit about what about brands that um, consciously don't use a lot of design. And we each had an example of ones that we liked. Um so for me, the one that came up was a brand called Brandless. Um, so they really leaned in on that whole thing. And you may have seen their ads. I mostly see them on like Facebook, but they're probably on other platforms. Um, I mean, it's very minimal. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah, Stephanie had never heard of it or seen it, I don't think, right? Um, no. And uh, it's pretty much, I'm trying to think about like, I mean, it's it's like just like, basic foods and housewares and stationery sta- yeah they have some like just general stuff like just kind of like a mini convenience store sort of thing online but their whole thing is that because they don't really have like that intensive packaging or whatever they can sell their stuff for super cheap so a lot of their shit starts at like three dollars yeah i'm look whoa shit they have a they have a skincare line and it's like all three dollars yeah now i've never used anything by brandless and so i can't speak to the quality of their stuff but i mean it looks kind of cool um and i think you can get like yearly subscriptions or something like that i i i vaguely looked into it but 
one of the reasons that I was, like, astounded when I first saw this was because it is, when I was in the thick of, like, my graphic design, um, schooling, I remember resenting it so much (laughs) that I started having these fantasies about, like, I wish that the only thing that, like, art and design and all that, or let me, let me, let me rephrase that. I wish that the only thing that people, like, could, like, spend time with and, and go look at was just things like painting and movies and, like, I always consider culinary and, like, food, like, that's an art, that kind of stuff. Like, that should be the only thing that gets anybody's, like, attention. We shouldn't have... I don't think any energy or, or, or like, any creative energy should be spent on things like cereal boxes and, like, detergent brands. I used to be so pissed off at all of that stuff. The fact that you have to choose, mostly you're drawn to, like, you know, the pretty colors or whatever and, and the actual designs and stuff like that. And that's what makes you buy the brands. You're not necessarily looking at, you know, like, what difference does this toothpaste have compared to this toothpaste or whatever um so I used to be like mad about that I wished that all grocery stores were exactly like brandless is exactly how I imagined it like that that their technically their design is how I wanted everywhere to be always and just like make people force people to go to like art museums and stuff like that to like actually if they wanted to see art so, anywho, that's my stupid story about that. Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, this Yeah, point. it's like, really... I'm looking at, like, the tomato sauce mm-hmm. and, like, the... Um, I was just looking at toilet paper, and literally, it is the package, a color, mm-hmm. and then where the font is, it's in, like, a white box. Yeah. It is, like, really straightforward. Yeah. And, the, and, like, the funny thing is, that is just another brand that you have to choose from. Like, do I get my granola from nature valley or from brandless or like whatever so it doesn't really fit my total fantasy but it kind of comes close (laughs) but it makes it super cheap just because i mean that's the plus of not having a lot of packaging and not Mm -hmm. putting so much effort into the branding or you know just um Mm -hmm. but in a good way it's not like they're because you can not put effort into your branding in a bad way as we discussed um (laughs) but this this is still thoughtful and it's also like it takes into consideration the um, the cost, so that's interesting to me. Yeah, I like the fact that because of their minimal packaging and everything, um, I mean, in comparison to something like Benefit, where they you can tell they paid someone to make that yeah. disaster, um, yeah. but you're not paying so much now because... Yeah, they just, they didn't put that much, and maybe that's actually a bad thing for designers, which I'm sure it is, <laughs> um, because anybody can slap, like, Helvetica on a, a Yeah, thing. it is Helvetica, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just Helvetica um, font on a white, in a white box with a background that's a certain color. Yeah. That's it. And, uh, but my theory was that, like, well, designers have free time now, they can just go make art, because I'm sure that's what they really want to do, except that's what I really That's wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, I see. I um, see. So what was the brand that you were thinking of? And... The Ordinary, which Ordinary. is a skinline brand. Uh, skin, skinline? Skinline. Skincare Ooh. brand. Oh my goodness. Ordinary makeup? Uh, you could do makeup. Let me see if it pops up. I wonder if it's just going to give us like... <laughs> oh no, it, it's an actual... 
Right? Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Wait, is it? Yeah, no, that's the ordinary. That's that. Yep, there it is. The ordinary. Okay. So I, they might make some makeup, but I know them for as a skincare brand. Oh um, yeah, this is very similar to Brandless. It's yeah. super <laughs> similar to Brandless. Um, basically, their their whole thing, their ideal idea ideology blah 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 um, oh my goodness like a philosophy yeah their philosophy thank <laughs> you um is they're giving people really high-end skincare like oils and like ret- retinol and good stuff for your face but because the packaging is so simple you're not paying for that so it is like you're mm-hmm. getting stuff that would usually cost around 20 to 40 bucks for like 14 or less yeah yeah yeah, this is the first time I'm seeing this. Um, where where do people get this? Like, I've never... Is this only online, it's too? It's only online right now. There's, so like, a funny fruit issue. fly in here, and it's trying to get our wine. <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay, yeah, and it seems to be the case with most of these brands like this. Although, this... The main font, and I can't really see... It might be the same on the packaging. This can't... This isn't. Helvetica but it's very so that it's got like a little bit of personality to it (laughs) just a bit um which is nice sassy yeah she's she's a sassy font um it's so yeah it's so interesting to me so like it kind of boils down to like don't worry about the design you don't need to see the design just look at these products and see if this is what's right for you yeah I I think Um, uh what it does is it it's the ordinary then tells you what it is, and then it breaks down like the ingredients. Yeah, like in it. on each bottle or whatever. So very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, can we go ahead and make it law to just do this for everything now, please? I mean, it would make my <laughs> shopping experience probably yeah easier. It would. Uh, it would make. I think it would make people smarter shoppers. Yeah. You know, they would buy like actually if you were forced to take the time to like compare the two things or whatever things and you'd actually read the stuff and then you'd probably put someone out of business because they're giving you garbage but that's good those people should be put out of business because they're cutting corners (laughs) yes i think i think you agree yeah i do i I was just thinking of lush too for some reason uh, like that's consistent and mm -hmm. somewhat simple Mm -hmm. as well not to go into a different conversation but yes i agree with you yeah um yeah, I mean, this whole thing is interesting, and and we can probably talk about all sorts of different, like, avenues of this stuff. Um, wow, we finished the bottle, y'all. Um, that, was cool. a, that was not That was not the goal. intention, yeah, no. Was just like, it's just was, really good, though. It was really good. Um, so, good on you, Prophecy, for not only having great design, but great wine. Yum! <laughs> um, yeah, anywho, we could, we could probably talk about this kind of stuff for all eternity yeah um i mean because we're faced with it every day yeah exactly like it's constantly in your face advertisements are everywhere um and so it they should i mean if they're gonna be here they should at least be like somewhat pleasing to look at you know (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah and what else like i mean is there anything else that you're thinking of that I can't think of anything. No, not really. <laughs> I think this is just going to be a little short one today. A little short. It's good. I'm, I mean, you know, for as I feel like I talked a lot. I feel like we talked a lot. We covered a lot. It was a dense conversation. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. It felt 
a little dense. No, it's good. Well, maybe instead of having anything else to say, we can at least just remind you, um, if you have forgotten, uh, we can now accept donations. Yes, we can accept <laughs> so. donations, so please donate and tell us what to drink. Yeah, or or just, I don't know, just donate because you love us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, thank you if you're already subscribed to us on some platform out there that you love. Um, that's That means a lot. That's a big step. We know times are hard, so if you can't give that's cool can you share that would be cool share and like like, yeah share like comment share like comment follow subscribe (laughs) to our channel yeah all our multiple channels like on my youtube channel yeah no we watch a lot of youtube um so would you like to see us on youtube yeah can you tell us (laughs) we've been thinking about it so just playing with a little bit a little bit playing with the idea yeah well, uh, I think that about does it then. So, yeah. Cool. Um, we'll see you next time, friends. Uh, Have a good Friday. Yeah, a good Friday. Good Friday. <laughs> have a good Friday. Good Friday. Not the same, like, religious kind. Just, like, have a good one. Yeah, just have a good one. <laughs> Before we go, we just want to say a few things and give credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with their amazing music throughout this podcast. Our intro slash outro music is a song called Rushing, which you can get off of their album, Sins One, on Bandcamp. So go to stutzmusic.bandcamp.com to download that. That's S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Also feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com yeah and follow us on twitter at drunkartchat as well as instagram uh, by the same name don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by following us on soundcloud at drunkartchat yeah and I'm Cameron Penmon I'm Stephanie Ledesma and this has been Drunk Drunk Art Art Chat. Chat